Facebook testing new app to compete with Snapchat. It's Monday, September 2nd, 2019. That's what's coming up along with the week's news quick hits on episode 376 of Brave Ad World. New consumers. New media. New strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 376 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines the actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories might mean to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wigert, and not a whole lot to talk about this week. It was actually a pretty quiet week, but... We do have rumblings of another Snapchat competitor coming from our friends at Facebook. So let's just get into it because, like I said, Facebook, they have not given up on creating a Snapchat clone. And this time around, what they're doing is pretty interesting. They're leveraging something that Snapchat doesn't have, Instagram. Facebook, they just started testing a new app. It's called Threads, and it promotes what they call, quote, constant automatic sharing between users, unquote. Essentially, it's a single feed with updates from a user's close friends list from Instagram. Updates can include manually generated posts, but also automatically generated updates like location or how fast someone is traveling when and if they happen to be on the move. Facebook, they have made a lot of attempts to copy Snapchat, but other than stories and the accompanying filters, their efforts have largely been unsuccessful, but they may be onto something with this one. We'll see, but Snapchat gives its users a place to message their closest friend, but friends, but Instagram has played a growing role in the lives of Snapchat users. So if Instagram can give users the reasons and means to move those really close, intimate relationships, those relationships that are most meaningful to them, to threads, well, that would be a win for Facebook as a whole. But Snapchat, they should not be ruled out. Most efforts by Facebook to copy Snapchat, they failed. And Snap Inc. just reported their strongest quarter in some time. So the wind is definitely at Snapchat's back, at least for now. And like I said, Facebook's track record in terms of copying or cloning Snapchat, it's been pretty unsuccessful. But in this case, they are doing something that they haven't done before, and that's leveraging the power of Instagram. All right, quick, quick week this week, because that's it for the week's main story. So now I'm going to dive into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that didn't get discussed earlier. So TikTok, they may soon be offering advertising opportunities outside of their app with the launch of an audience network. The network, it would be akin to what other platforms like Facebook, like LinkedIn offer in that they would allow advertisers to target TikTok users across third-party apps with their ads. They would no longer be limited to reaching users only within the confines of whether or not they're using TikTok. Facebook's Libra currency is far from being a sure thing, but they're proceeding forward as much as they can. They actually just launched a Libra bug bounty program to invite researchers to look for bugs and other vulnerabilities in Libra's code. Libra still has a lot of regulatory approval needed and concerns to be addressed, but progress is progress. 
Facebook is rolling out an ad verification process for political ads pertaining to elections, politics, other social issues. To advertise, advertisers must now submit their organization's tax ID number or other government ID. The name associated with that identification, it will appear appear in the paid for by disclaimers accompanying the ads. Small grassroots efforts and local leaders, they can run ads without going through the process, which leaves a bit of a loophole in Facebook's effort. YouTube is launching a new site for kids that will serve as a website version of the YouTube Kids app. The site will categorize content based on different age groups, but it launches at a time when YouTube has come under quite a bit of fire for serving up problematic content to kids because their content is reviewed algorithmically. It's not reviewed manually. With the launch of the site, YouTube did note that this will continue to be the case in a statement that said, quote, our systems work hard to exclude content not suitable for each of these age categories, but not all videos have been manually reviewed. If you find something inappropriate that we missed, you can block it or flag it for fast review, unquote. All right, that is it for episode 376 of, or 376 of the Brave Ad World podcast. Before I let you go, I do want to hear from you. Send questions, send comments, let me know what you like, let me know what you don't like to braveadworld at gmail.com. And if you get a chance, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think and it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter at T Wickert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. You can also check out braveadworld.com where I occasionally share my thoughts on marketing. All right. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you have a really great week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.